It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power. Loyalty. And luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, what's going on? Happy Friday morning. Man, if you're just up and at them with me, grab a cup of coffee, sit back, relax, because it is a victory Friday. The Pittsburgh Steelers win. They beat the Tennessee Titans 20-16. to Very familiar in terms of how they won. And we're going to break this game down. I'm going to give you my thoughts here in the first half. I'm also going to give you the winners and losers in the second half of the show There was more losers than I thought, and there were also more winners than I thought when I actually sat down, looked at the numbers, broke things down. Before we go any further, a couple of things I got to get out of the way, even before we get to the news. First and foremost, it is a victory Friday. We might have another one of these, but still it means if the Steelers win, we're giving away a shirt. So be on the lookout today, Friday, and you'll have until Monday, so I'm going to give you plenty of time. Look for the tweet coming from the Steel Curtain Network. It's going to have all the directions who you need to follow, what you need to do so that you can make sure that you are entered to win a free shirt as a part of the Steel Curtain Network. You know, trying to do our thing. I'm trying to help out the Ride or Die crew, so make sure on the lookout for that. Also, go back and check out our post-game show. It was just myself and Dave Schofield last night. Thought it was a great show. That has nothing to do with Brian Davis not being on the show. It just has everything to do with the fact that we had a great Live chat. It was live simulcast on YouTube. You can check us out on YouTube just by searching Steel Curtain Network. It was great. It was great. You know, the Steelers win. I said this after the loss to the Jaguars and throughout the week. You know, a short week. Mike Tomlin even mentioned this. It it can be a good thing if you win. So the Steelers lose in a very disappointing fashion to the Jacksonville Jaguars. And Kenny Pickett leaves with an injury. And everyone's just, man, this sucks. And now they have a short week, and the Tennessee Titans and Will Levis and this up-and-coming guy is coming to town. This is awful. Well, if you win that game like the Steelers did on Thursday night, now you're sitting in a completely different atmosphere, and you can take this little mini-buy. I'm excited for the mini-buy. We can get some golf in, hopefully. 
But let's talk about the news first. News, injury updates. Cole Holcomb, the little friendly fire. It was on the DeAndre Hopkins reception where somehow he got he was responsible for covering DeAndre Hopkins. I'm not sure how that happened. That was shades of John Bostic and Keenan Allen from uh, years past. Still, it didn't look good. They didn't even show the replay. I'm thinking this is a knee injury. Not as bad as Nick Chubb's injury, which happened at the, at Akersher Stadium. But uh, but Mike Tomlin goes to the podium after the game and says, hey, this is a, this is a serious injury. That tells me his his season is done. So when his season's done, you hope it's not a catastrophic injury, which could even hinder him returning next year or his career. So we don't know. Mike Tomlin said he'll give us more details on Tuesday when he meets with the media again ahead of the Week 10 Green Bay Packers game. The only other injury of note was Montravius Adams. Uh, Montravius Adams had an ankle injury. I think he left and did not return, so we'll see if the extended break might be able to help him. I do want to note something I didn't get a chance to say because of such a short week and trying to cram everything in to this, all this information into such a short amount of time is the the good news that Minka Fitzpatrick did not get put on injured reserve. The Steelers missed Minka Fitzpatrick in a big way. Everyone that watched the game knows that. And Minka not going on IR means that they feel like his hamstring injury is not unbelievably severe. That does not mean that he's going to be back next week. But at the same time, I think it's important to note that when if he would have gone on in IR, that means they're like, look, it's going to take at least four weeks for this thing to heal, for him to be back. So good news on that front. Only other news of note, all this stuff happened before the game. And it was really annoying. Uh, when you see everyone and their brother, I mean, we're talking about people that aren't even accredited media they're like, oh, I hear some big changes are coming, and everyone knows what it is, and everyone's trying to like have the inside scoop, and oh, we're not going to say anything. Okay, people, like, look, look, can we can we read the room? Can you check other people on Twitter? They're all saying the same stupid thing, and that was that Chuksakorfor was getting benched, and Dan Moore was not moving to right tackle. It was actually Broderick Jones going to right tackle. Broderick Jones played well. He was on the winner's list. I'm going to be honest. He was on the winner's list until his penalty, his personal foul penalty, after the extra point that got him off. Nope, he did not. Nope, he's not on that winner's list anymore. He got bumped. He got bumped. Everyone was freaking out about this. Chooks, after the game, said it was because of something he said after the Jaguars game. I don't know if I'm I – don't, I don't really care. At this point in the game, Broderick Jones has had two starts, one on left tackle, one at right tackle – and he's played well in both. What else do you need to see, guys, until you just say this guy's going to be playing like you did with Joey Porter Jr.? I mean, come on. Come on now. This is ridiculous. Uh, still, Chooks, we'll see what they do with him in the coming weeks. Also, Matt Canada left the booth and came down to the sideline. And everyone wants to poo-poo this. I did myself. I said, oh, yeah, that'll fix things. But when you listen to the players after the game, Kenny Pickett, Deontay Johnson, several other offensive players, and they said, well, did it make a difference? They said, yes, it did. They said that they got to communicate with him directly and the fact that Kenny Pickett talks to Matt Canada all the time, but Matt Canada never got to speak to the offensive line that much, or he never got to speak to the position players like the wide receivers or tight ends. He had to wait until halftime or he was talking to, through another coach, head, uh, quarterback coach Mike Sullivan most likely, with his players. They said it made a difference. So, hey, I was wrong. I'm fine saying that. I hope that he stays down there on the sideline, and I hope they have success. Ultimately, that's what I want is the Steelers to have success. 
So, uh, yeah, Matt Canada on the sideline. We'll see if that sticks around. All right, so after this game, I was thinking about it as I woke up Friday morning. actually went to bed Friday morning. Doesn't matter. And I was thinking about this win. You know, the vibe after this game was different. I thought it was vastly different. Even some wins that the Steelers have had in the past, I think back to Week 2 over Cleveland on Monday Night Football, yes, they won, but it was how they won that everyone was just kind of like, that's how they did it. Like they, the defense had to literally bail them out. That's how they did it. Well, this game, the vibe was different. So I see on offense especially, improvement is there. It is there. Whether you want to see it or not, that's up to you. Some people are so devout in their belief that Matt Canada is the devil that they want nothing more than them to fail so he can be gone. That's fine. Your prerogative. For me, I want to see them improve, and they are improving. It's there. But there's one question about this team that is lingering. So the improvement, they are improving. I think the play calling is improving. I think that the execution is starting to improve. But there's one question that most are or should, in my opinion, be asking, and that's, is this sustainable? Because let's be honest, this is great. They're winning these weird games in weird ways, and they're 5-3. and three. We'll get to that. But is this sustainable? Can they continue to do this for the duration of the regular season? And, you know, think about what I'm talking about. These fourth quarter comebacks. Like Kenny Pickett has almost made a name for himself just off of that alone. There's poor play for the first three quarters, but then in the fourth quarter, somehow, someway, they find a way to claw their way back. The injuries are piling up. Thankfully, you get Cam Hayward back, but you lose Mika Fitzpatrick. Now you lose Cole Holcomb. Those are two huge communicators on the defensive side of the ball. You're still without Pat Fryermuth. Anthony McFarlane, will he come back? His 21-day window is coming up. So, yeah, the, these questions are, are there, and it's going to be tough. It, the, the injuries are going to be an issue. Hopefully they can remain healthy, but still, that can that's where you ask, is it sustainable? Injuries can derail that. In this bend-don't-break defensive style, They give up a ton of yards. They're kind of relying on splash plays. And when I say splash plays, it's not just takeaways. They've been getting those. But also sacking the quarterback and and doing those type of things. Can they survive like this for the the whole season? Is this sustainable? Like, that's the question I am trying to figure out here. So, I, I don't know. I don't know. And even if this team wants to be a spoiler, yeah, that's what some people have said about the Steelers. Like, oh, they're, they're not a good team, but don't worry. They could be a spoiler down the stretch. Like, that's what people are saying. But even if they want to be the spoiler, they have to be better. They have to be better because if you look at how the Steelers played against Tennessee, it's really kind of how they played against Jacksonville minus the injury to the quarterback. What I mean by that is that the opponent was different. The opponent was better. And Jacksonville won five, has now won five games in a row. They are a red-hot team. They are a team that looks to be a major player in the AFC playoff picture. They're probably going to win the AFC South. And so when the Steelers play them, well, that margin of error is so much smaller. Think to Will Levis's final drive of the game where he was moving the ball pretty much at ease until that interception. Yes, the officiating did intervene. I know. I know that. But at the same time, you know, their Titans are not as good as the Jacksonville Jaguars. So you have to think about that as well. However, I don't want you all to sit here and think, well, geez, Jeff, like, yes, it's a victory Friday, but you're giving us all these things that the Steelers aren't doing well and that they don't do well and that they're not 
performing well. Listen, they are improving. These are the facts that we know. They are improving. And they are 5-3. and three. I'm not sure how that happens, but they are 5-3. and three. No matter what anyone says, you're going to hear all this talk today, Friday, and even a lot on Saturday, and not so much on Sunday when the other games come around, but you're going to hear all this talk about, well, you know, the Steelers are 5-3, and three, but they're not playing well, but they are 5-3. and three. You cannot take that away. You can't say, well... They're five and three, but they're not any good. They're five and three. They're five and three. And there's a lot of teams that might have a much better roster and might have much higher expectations this season. And yet they're not, they haven't won five games. Talk about the schedule all you want. This isn't high school where you make your own schedule. The NFL says, here's who you're playing. Here's when you're playing and here's where you're playing. That's how it works. You can't complain about that. So the Steelers are five and three, no matter what anyone says. And they are a really gritty group. Like, if there's a word that I'm thinking to describe this team, like, it's gritty. And I'm not talking about that stupid dance that these athletes and young kids do. I'm talking about they are just tough. They never give up. They, there, is a, there is a fight in this team that is really tough to figure out and how to like, pinpoint. Like, man, this team is something. They are something. That that's a great way of putting it. They're five and three. They have gone up and down. It's been a lot of peaks and valleys, more valleys and peaks at times. You're gonna see some statistics out there that are just like, oh my gosh, how in the hell did they win five games? They they come back when it matters most. They get in these close games and they make the plays. That's what it comes down to. And when you think back to last week's game, because that's that game kind of gets lost in the minutia of a short week. You know, I'd rather have a loss and then win on Thursday night than a win and then you lose on Thursday night where you have to dwell on that loss. But that loss to Jacksonville, when you think back to that game, if Kenny Pickett's playing, and even if Kenny Pickett is playing the way that he is now, which is not great, if Kenny Pickett's playing, though, in the fourth quarter, I guarantee you the Steelers are probably going to be making a play. They lost that game 20-10. to 20-10. to I'm sorry, but this team, if there's a word that describes them, it is tough, gritty, whatever. That is that is it. Steelers find a way to win. Victory Friday. Damn right. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back from this break, we're going to dive into the winners and losers. Winners 10, losers 5. We'll be right back after this break. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right, Steeler fans, welcome back. It is the second half. It's a post-game show. That means it is time for winners and losers. Let's do this. Ten winners and five losers. Let's get this started. The first two winners, I think, are the guys that would have had the game ball for me. That is, we'll start off, Jalen Warren. Jalen Warren, the little pinball wizard. Stat line, 11 carries, 88 yards, an 8-yard average. He didn't score a touchdown, had a 22-yard long. He had three catches. For 25 yards, an 8.3-yard average, no touchdowns there either. He had a 9-yard long and three targets. Jalen Warren. Yeah, I feel bad for the guy. I feel bad that he's been fined almost $90,000 this year. So if you follow me on Twitter, I was constantly, anytime he touched the ball, Jalen Warren runs for two yards, probably getting fined. It's it's a shame. I feel bad for the guy. He's one of those, he's real quiet, just kind of goes about his business, does his thing, and yet... The NFL seems to have a target on him for some reason. Nonetheless, he had a great game. The running game had a great game. It wasn't just Jalen Warren. It was the offensive line that was actually getting some push, opening some holes. It was the creativity from a play-calling perspective. It was Jalen Warren, Warren doing his thing. Like There's a reason why Brian Davis gave him the nickname the Pinball Wizard. Very rarely does that guy go down with just one tackler. He's, he's not tall. I think they said he's 5'8", 215 pounds. That's a big man for for that size. He's not vertically tall, but he's he's a pinball man. So that's a great nickname. Jalen Warren deserves all the accolades. He's on the winner's list. Najee Harris, he's the next winner. He had 16 carries, 69 yards. One of them was a 25-yard long. Finishes with a 4.3-yard average and one touchdown. Also added two catches on four targets for seven yards, a three and a half yard average and a four yard long. And right now, again, this has happened all season seemingly. You have these people that are like, oh, Jalen Warren should be starting. It, no, like what you saw on Sunday is what it should be. Najee Harris and Jalen Warren splitting time, splitting reps. Look at the carries. Jalen Warren 11, Najee Harris 16. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Jalen Warren has more catches uh, than, than Najee Harris. Look, I think that as this thing shakes itself out, and Mike Tomlin spoke about this after the game. He said that this was the first game where they kind of didn't weren't forced to play a certain way. So in other words, they weren't forced to throw the ball a ton, in which case Jalen Warren's going to play more. And he said he liked the what he saw. I did too. Najee Harris had a good game, had some jump, was hitting the holes a little bit better. I liked it. Both of those running backs are on the winner's list for a reason. Let's go to the next winner, and you could put him on there every week. I say it every week. T.J. Watt, he had four tackles. Two of them were so low. He did have a sack, a tackle for loss, and two quarterback hits. He did it without a helmet. That was pretty crazy, and it was pretty fun. Great photo also. The, the photo talks back that were probably just like, oh, yes, T.J. Watt, no helmet, and he's looking right at us. 
great photo op. TJ Watt is just, he's TJ Watt. He's TJ Watt. And I think Steeler fans are just like, you know what? Yeah, it's another day at the office, but he deserves recognition. And that's why I always put him on the winner's list. Like I, f- I feel like you never say, well, he could be on there every week, so I'm not going to put him on there every week. This isn't a game ball. This is who plays well and who doesn't. And TJ Watt, when he's healthy, always plays well. The next winner is fourth quarter Kenny. Fourth quarter Kenny. So when I say fourth quarter Kenny, I'm talking about Kenny Pickett, but I'm not talking about Kenny Pickett's overall stat line. I'm talking about Kenny Pickett literally in the fourth quarter. So we all know against the Rams, he finished the game, I think that was nine for nine. This game in the fourth quarter, Kenny Pickett was five for seven, 47 yards in a touchdown with a quarterback or a passer rating of 129.17. That was a fourth quarter Kenny, five for seven for 47 yards. Overall, his stat line was very mundane, 19 of 30, 160 yards, 5.3 average, did throw a touchdown, wasn't sacked, didn't turn it over either, an 88.2 rating. But think about that fourth quarter, 5 for 7, 47 yards, and a touchdown, 129.17 passer rating. So, yes, Kenny Pickett's on the winner's list, but it's fourth quarter Kenny. So people will say, you know, he missed some throws. He did miss some throws. And I said this on Twitter. I was telling anyone that was down there watching the game with me in my basement the Kirk Herbstreet was being really rough on Kenny Pickett, not intentionally. He was just calling it the way it is. He's like, look, Kenny Pickett's got to make these throws. And so a lot of people, the, the, the Kenny defenders are out in full force saying it's the ribs, it's the ribs, it's the ribs. Okay, I get it. If he can't throw accurately, he shouldn't be playing first. But I'll give him a little bit of a pass. I'll give him a little bit of a pass because this was not Matt Canada can't draw up plays. Like It, it wasn't that. He just wasn't making the throws. And anyone that watched that game, when they would show that that you know the quarterback behind the quarterback camera angle, the George Pickens crossing route, Deontay Johnson sitting in the zone, way, way off. Like those throws weren't close. The Calvin Austin throw, I'll give him a little bit of a pass. There was a guy right in his face, couldn't really step into that throw. But the other two, inexcusable. I'd even go as far as saying there's another throw to Allen Robinson. Uh, that should have been completed. So Kenny Pickett, he didn't look good, but he looked good when it mattered most. That's why fourth quarter Kenny, he gets the winner's list nod. Let's go to the next winner, Deontay Johnson. Seven catches on nine targets, 90 yards total. He had a 12.9-yard average, a 32-yard long, and one touchdown. So this was a great game. I was so happy for him. I don't know why people love to hate Deontay Johnson. He finally hits Pater. Good for Deontay Johnson. The one thing that's noticeable was how everyone in the defense was just all focused on George Pickens. They were going to take George Pickens out of the game, and they did. They did. Now, George Pickens should have had a touchdown. That that throw was not on Kenny Pickett. George, get your feet in. Nonetheless, Deontay Johnson had the one-on-one matchup, and he thrived. It was a good game for him. Good to see him back. Good to see him get in the end zone. Last time he caught a touchdown was in the playoff game with Ben Roethlisberger, a quarterback. That's how long ago it was. So Deontay Johnson, definitely a winner. The next two winners are at the same position. We're going to start with the Landon Roberts. Nine tackles, four solo, one tackle for loss, led the team in tackles. Landon Roberts versus Derrick Henry is like old school football. That is like old school football. Line them up, thumper at linebacker, big old back running the ball, and let's see who wins. And Landon Roberts... Did he win every time? No. 
Did he win his fair share? Absolutely. Alandon Roberts did a great job, and they're going to need to lean on him and his veteran expertise with Cole Holcomb likely out of the lineup for an extended period of time. They're going to need him to step up in a big way in a lot of ways, but Alandon Roberts is on the winner's list. So is Quan Alexander. Quan Alexander, who gets brought off the line, I mean, he, he was rotating him, but he brought, gets brought off the bench to come in and play more when Holcomb leaves. And he finishes with two tackles, two solo, one pass defense, which was his game-sealing interception. What an athletic play. I mean, that throw, when I was watching it, it looked like it was way over his head. Man, that guy got up, makes the interception, great play. Quan Alexander, again, just like I said with the Landon Roberts, they're going to need him. They're going to need him to step up. They're going to need him to actually show up and be like, man, you're going to have to log more snaps. You're going to have to play more. Got to play well. Quan Alexander, he's on the winner's list, though. Next winner is Alex Highsmith. He had four tackles, two solo, two sacks, two tackles for loss, and he had five quarterback hits. That's right, five quarterback hits by himself. This is what I've been waiting for. I have been waiting for Alex Highsmith to have a game like this. I've been waiting for him to be like, oh, come on, Alex. You can do this, man. Like, let's get the, let's have a game like this where TJ Watt is still impacting the game because he's TJ Watt. But you have the one-on-one matchup opposite him, and you are winning regularly. That's what I wanted to see. And he finally did it. He finally did it. Five quarterback hits, a lot of hurries, two sacks. Good for Alex Highsmith. It was good to see him finally have one of these games. He needed it. And so the Steelers, that pass rush was, I mean, it was ferocious at times. They were all over Will Levis. I don't blame them for blitzing the you-know-what out of them, but based on the fact that the Titans had no offensive line. They couldn't field an offensive line at some point. It seemed like every play, a player was going off injured, and it was an offensive lineman from the Tennessee Titans. All right, we have two winners left. Matt Canada is actually next. Yes, you know, don't adjust your radio dial. Don't adjust your earbuds or however you're listening. Matt Canada is on the winner's list because I am a firm believer that even if someone is consistently on the loser's list, they don't just, if they have a good performance, they don't like, oh, well, you know, they were on the loser's list, so I'm not going to just bump them up to the winners. No, I thought Matt Canada called a good game. There were a couple head scratchers. The Wildcat goal line play to Najee Harris. Don't get cute there. Like, dude, that's not the place to get cute. There's a difference between creative and stupid. Don't be stupid. That was a stupid play. I also didn't like the really long and it just felt like the play took forever to develop. Pass to George Pickens, that wide receiver bubble screen. Didn't work. Loss of yardage. Still, other than that, I thought he called a good game. I called He called a good game. Like I said when I mentioned Kenny Pickett. The issues on offense were not play design. They were not play calls. They were quarterbacks not making throws. That's what it was, or quarterback, singular. Matt Cannon, I'm going to put him on the winner's list this week. Hate me all you want. I don't care. Last winner, I always look for this, third down offense. Where did they finish? 500. I want 500 or above. The Steelers finished 6 for 12. I think this is the first time this season they have been on the winner's list, the third down offense, 6 for 12. I like it. Trending in the right direction. Awesome. So there you have it. Let's go over those winners real quick. Jalen Warren, Najee Harris, TJ Watt, fourth quarter Kenny, Deontay Johnson, Elandon Roberts, Quan Alexander, Alex Highsmith, Matt Canada, and the third down offense. Let's go to the losers. Penalties. Good Lord, the penalties. Steelers were penalized 10 times for 80 yards. And that those are just the accepted penalties. 
this team, whether you're talking about some in-game infractions like Joey Porter Jr., whether you're talking about extracurricular crap like Broderick Jones, they've got to get it straight. And I, I'm sorry, like Mike Tomlin was like, you know, short week, blah, blah. No, this is a discipline thing. Get their minds right. Get them ready to go. This is a discipline thing. Penalties, 10 for 80, that's not going to cut it. Not going to cut it. So some of those calls with a bogus, we'll talk about that in a second. But the penalty issues are a big issue moving forward. The next loser, I hate to do this because I really like the guy. I think he's a good dude. Just seems like the career might be running out. Patrick Peterson. Patrick Peterson, man, he is his three tackles, three solo, and he does have a pass defense. But goodness gracious, he just looks slow. He just looks like he doesn't have it anymore. Really tough to watch. Patrick Peterson is a great, like I said, great dude. And they might have to find a way to if see if they can find a way to use him that's not going to rely on him to be used in coverage the way they're trying right now. He's not a press man corner anymore. And if the Steelers are trending that way with Joey Porter Jr., you would think they would. That's just not going to fit. Just not going to fit. Patrick Peterson looks slow, looks old. I think, what was it, Warren Sapp said about the Steelers' defense? Old, slow, it's over. I'm not going to say the last thing yet. Old, slow, definitely. Let's hope it's not over. Let's find. Let's hope they find a way to make it work. Okay, you have three more losers. Injuries are the next. Man, the injuries. Next loser. Big injury to Cole Holcomb. When you talk about Minka Fitzpatrick, he's that secondary. He's the one in the secondary that's getting everyone lined up. Then you had Cole Holcomb. He was the hub on the interior. And they communicated so well, and they had gotten comfortable. When both are out of the lineup, what you see are the Steelers running around like chickens with their heads cut off before the play. That's exactly what we all saw. So the injury bug continues to be an issue, and that's why it's on the losers list. Next are the officials. I I don't even know. I don't even know what to say anymore. From an officiating standpoint, what are they watching? What are they watching? I mean, this was a nine penalties called in the first quarter. No wonder this game didn't get over until close to midnight. My gosh, every freaking play, there was a flag. You know, you have someone like Levi Wallace who has a great play at a very critical moment down the stretch, fourth down, deep pass down the sideline. The player for the Titans don't even know his name, but hope he's, I hope he's well. But he got, he got banged up. He got sent to the hospital. It definitely hit his head hard on the turf. Levi Wallace is in good position, and I'm watching this play, and just because the way it was thrown and his body positioning, I was waiting for a flag. I didn't celebrate anything because I was waiting for the flag. That's where we are now in this game. That's where we are in the NFL. You can't celebrate anything because you're always waiting for a flag. Uh, you saw early in the game, Patrick Peterson actually has a nice pass defense, and they call him for a defensive holding when I'm sorry they do that all the time. Like This is it's unbelievably frustrating. You watch the Tennessee Titans left tackle and get like almost like a full step head start on a a blatant false start. At least two occasions that happened. And they don't call it. It is mind-numbing. Mind-numbing. I don't get it. The officiating, I'm going to continue to harp on it until it gets right. And I don't expect that to happen anytime soon. The last loser is streaming live television. You know, I'm not much of a TV guy anymore. I don't watch really movies or even TV much. The most TV I watch is when I'm watching the Steelers play. And I'm so YouTube TV. Last week, Sunday, Jacksonville, I wasn't alone because a lot of people said there were a lot of complaints about YouTube TV. 
buffering issues like that. Now my Amazon Prime, like it didn't buffer, but it it was behind a ton. Like I'm sorry, I'm watching a live game. What I'm seeing on my screen should be what is pretty close to happening there live. When I'm getting text messages from my father who's at home, lives in the area, he's listening on the radio actually because he doesn't have Prime, and he's being able to tell me, I'm, I'm, I swear, he's telling me, okay, it's 4th and 19, where it's 4th and 10 for, with 19 seconds left, and I haven't even seen the play to get them to 19 seconds. There's like 48 seconds left on the clock on my television screen. It's not a connectivity issue. It's not my internet. Like People are like, oh, that's because your internet sucks. No, it doesn't. No, it's not. It's not it. Amazon's got to figure it out. YouTube TV's got to figure it out. That's my only concern about this whole situation when we, the, everyone, you know, they're, they're losing the dishes, the DirecTV, I'm, I was fine with dropping that. But my gosh, I want to watch a game that is a little bit, can we get something that's a little bit closer to live television than what I experienced last night? It worked out. I knew the game was over. My dad told me interception well before the throw, so I was able to be calm and relaxed at the end of the game and not feel like I was going to have a heart attack. But can we fix that, please, somebody, some way? Come on now. All right, that does it for me. Great show. Be on the lookout. Find me on Twitter in case you don't want to follow the Steel Curtain Network, which you'll have to anyways, for that free shirt giveaway. If you've already won it once, you don't have to. If you want to retweet it, that's awesome, but you're not going to win it again, just so you know. (laughs) But no, Victory Friday, folks. Enjoy it. Have a great weekend. We'll be back on Monday. Will I have a guest? I don't know. you have to tune in to find out. In the meantime, you know how we finished out. Be safe. Be kind, and God bless. Enjoy this. Enjoy this mini-buy. We'll see you on Monday. Go Steelers. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.